Welcome to the Dose of Happiness podcast with Christy Arno. Each week, we'll discuss how to navigate life's ups and downs and give you tools how to have more gratitude, more joy, which leads to a more fulfilled life. Welcome to this week's Dose of Happiness podcast. Hey, y'all, Christy here. Today, we have Jocelyn Vance with us. She is a former teacher slash health coach turned identity and success coach. She focuses on relationship and is a marketing expert. She's co-founder of Jocelyn Vance, the Awakened Soulpreneur. Her mission is to help purpose-driven females and couples awaken their purpose and power, plus magnetize the love and money they crave. She utilizes scientific, therapeutic, and spiritual concepts to transform habits and thinking patterns that have been holding them back from living their most happy and fulfilled lives. While working with her, you can expect to increase clarity, confidence, connection, creativity, and cash flow. Who doesn't want some or all of that? Absolutely. Please help me welcome Jocelyn Vance. Welcome. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here and for us to have this conversation and for you to invite me on and kind of spill all the goods to your listeners. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on. Well, yeah, thank you. And I guess, you know what? I failed to mention Jim, your husband. You guys are quite the power couple. So her husband is also a coach and then you guys do relationship coaching. So man, you guys are helping individuals specifically and then also married couples together. Man, you guys are a power house couple. Yeah, we didn't start that way. (laughs) It's like this involvement, you know, of ourselves individually and doing a lot of growth within ourselves and our own purpose and power and our own individuality. And then kind of how that individual growth started transforming our relationship and started transforming how things kind of were manifesting in our relationship and how we were navigating. And yeah, so it kind of just like this beautiful space that we both kind of came into and came together and recognized that we had a beautiful gift in ourselves, in our relationship, and then how that could really impact and move other people. So it's been super rewarding. And yeah, it's just like coming into it, it's not necessarily been easy. (laughs) You know, it is one of those things where now we can see like, this is what we were meant to go through within ourselves and in our relationships. And now that we can give back. So how did you come across the coaching journey? Was that always seed planted in your heart or did you just kind of come to that purpose over time? You know, I think some of everything is within us already. You know, our life experiences and things we go through are the catapulting space to really move us into what we're really meant to be doing. So, you know, I started as a teacher. I was a middle school nutrition teacher for 10 years, which, you know, gosh bless those middle school children. (laughs) But I just felt like something was missing. I felt like I was meant for more. I felt like my greater purpose was not achieved yet. And so I just kind of started my own journey and my own path. I was actually previously married. So this is, you know, my second marriage, but my previous marriage ended in divorce around that kind of that same time when I was just in this seeking space and really recognizing that I was meant for more and, you know, went through the whole single mom thing, tons of debt, just and kind of had a dark night of the soul. And through that space, did a lot of work on myself. I wound up getting my life coach certification through the ICF at that time. And then right after that, hired my first coach and was really doing a lot of the inner work at that point. And from there, I wound up starting my first business in the network marketing industry as a health coach and wound up meeting my husband now, my soulmate. 
And through network marketing, you know, I kind of was introduced to the entrepreneur world. I was introduced to running my own business. You know, it's kind of like the first step, the first platform to really catapult me to where I am today. And so although, yes, you know, as a teacher, I was a softball coach. I, I led, you know, things within that space. I think I've always been a natural mentor coach of people in ways. But, you know, after getting my coach certification and then having kind of life just kind of do its thing, it was more like my experience and, and what I kind of came into where I recognized like, this is my purpose. So I went on to be very successful in network marketing, but it's still, I still had that feeling like something's missing. I'm still meant to do more than this. There's still more for me to move into. And that's kind of when I went on the journey of getting my NLP practitioner, my timeline therapy, hypnotherapy, and then life and success coaching certifications, which, you know, led me to launching the Awaken Soulpreneur brand. And, you know, obviously the transition of what me and my husband went through and all the healing we did, all the transition in our own life and relationships. And he also went and got the same certification shortly after I did. And it just kind of merged. So you know, me working with individuals and him working with individuals, it just kind of became this thing where we were seeing a lot of like correlation and similarities. And we started having couples come to us for coaching in their relationship. And then even individuals, we do some two-on-one as well. So it's kind of this beautiful space of identity and success, which is the core of what we do with individuals and then how that manifests in relationships and business. That's really beautiful how that unraveled together. So this year has been, I'm sure you're feeling it and seeing it with all your clients. This year has just been a very rough year all around in one way or another for people, whether it be with their career, being on furlough or losing their jobs, or whether it be personal lives with their family or illness. What are you seeing your clients struggle with the most? You know, I always have this motto and it's a part of my brand and it's what I kind of stand in, but I always say like soul plus strategy equals success. And I feel that way with anything in life. You know, we have the soul piece and then we have the strategy that can really catapult us to having the results and having the success that we desire. And you're right, like this has been a hard year for many people. And I've seen a lot of people really rise in this space if they've, you know, kind of used this time to go within and to really seek and search who they really are. I mean, it's like losing the job, losing everything, having to be quarantined with your spouse for that long when you haven't been really together like that ever possibly. You know, we always have these outside circumstances and situations that we can use to fulfill us. And sometimes when you're faced with, whoa, I really like my job. Do I really like this person I'm living with? So I say I help clients with the soul work and then the strategy. And I see a lot of people struggling with who they truly are and awakening to that and really trying to figure out like, what's my true purpose? What I really want to do? What is really going to make me happy? If I can't depend on, you know, something that I found security in and safety in through my nine to five and my 401k plan, what does that look like for me? And How can I build in what I'm really meant to be doing that's going to be super fulfilling and create my own income, create my own stability and security? And so a lot of the work I do with clients is really exploring the soul aspects of who they are 
which we see manifesting into, you know, creating our purpose and really creating our power. And then who are we in our relationships? And are those relationships truly connected? Are they truly passionate and supportive and creating like a conscious sacred union space to really allow me as an individual to thrive and to become who I'm meant to be? And so a lot of my clients are struggling with that space. It's almost like that identity check of, whoa, who am I? Why am I here? What am I really meant to be doing? And if you've been faced with the fears of sickness or health or losing life or any of those things, then those feelings come in astronomically. And I think it's more just the question of like, it's an awakening for a lot of people right now, just awakening to who they've been. They've been going through their life unconsciously, almost asleep. And even if they are already in their purpose in business, it's like, what's my next level? Because I've been playing small and I've been dimming myself and I'm meant to be here for purpose and reason. And I'm meant to have a really juicy life (laughs) filled with happiness and freedom and, you know, creating what I desire. So I help them do that. Yeah, absolutely. So this year, I mean, if anything, I know people are going through hard times, but through pain, you can find your purpose Mm -hmm. and you can really dig deep. And one of the quotes that I like by Nicole Reed, she says, sometimes the bad things in life put us directly on path to the best things that will ever happen to us. It's hard to really understand or grasp when you're going through difficult time, Mm -hmm. but your attitude determines your direction. So during the hard seasons, and this year being one of them, for whatever reason, you know, people are going through the hard season, you can ask, and I love that Tony Robbins always says, you know, life is happening for you, not to you. And so if it's happening for you, what is this here to teach you? You know, so this year, what is it that you've learned about yourself, whether it be from the career in the nine to five job or, or your relationship or your health? What have you learned that it's required you to dig deep and say, I need to better myself in this area? And Lord knows that when I've gone through that and I've always asked myself, what is this here to teach me? I'm going through this for a reason. And sometimes I have to ask myself that multiple times because I'm not ready for the answer. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> we like to just sit in our sadness for a bit and that's okay. But when you're ready, you know, I figure when you're ready, God's going to tell me, you know, this is what you need to do, Christy. And so I'm always asking, you know, if I'm going through this right now, what is it here to teach me and how am I going to learn from it? And I usually can look back on those times that I needed to make an adjustment and like, okay, that's what it was there to teach me. Otherwise, I wouldn't have learned it. I would have kept going with life. And so I feel that for this year. And I bet people are reaching out because they're like, okay, I'm ready for a change. I'm ready for something new and something different. I need to make an adjustment in my life. Because oftentimes when we've had a season like this year, like the pandemic, it really puts life into perspective instantly. Whatever area it is that you want to work on. As people are overcoming, you know, they're scared and they want to make changes. How do you work with them to overcome their limiting beliefs that, okay, I can do this? Yeah, you know, it's funny that you talk about that because I think as we, you know, are in our growth space and as we're going through things, it's very easy for our ego to want to go into victim mode. You know, it's easy for us to want to blame and project that something I've very much come to realize and work with a lot of clients around is our current reality is just a manifestation of who we are. And everything that we attract and we see is a projection of our own belief systems, our own unconscious patterns, our own inner wounds, blocks and barriers that really are coming up for us to grow and move more to be soul aligned so that we can truly step into our highest potential and our highest potential self. And sometimes people get so wrapped up in the victimhood that they don't have the opportunity to really 
go within and ask those questions. Like, if this is for me, this circumstance or situation is for me. And I've asked myself that many times over the past few months, you know, going through this space that we're all in. And, you know, if this is for me, then what does that mean? And what does that look like? And you're absolutely right. It's one of those situations where when we can really do that and we can dig deeper and we can see that everything that is going on is a manifestation of who we are and what's coming to us to look at ourselves, to grow, to grow in our self-awareness, our self-discovery, to really heal things and unconscious patterns and wounds that aren't serving us, that are blocks and barriers to us really stepping into our power. When we can recognize those things and we can heal those things, then we shift our identity. We shift who we're being in the world and therefore we start seeing our 3D reality, our physical reality shift. And so when you ask things like, how do I teach people? Or what do I, what I say about you know, removing limiting beliefs? Because I feel like those are the core things in our unconsciousness that really prevent us from having the life, business, relationships, career that we really desire. I think the first thing, first and foremost, is to awaken to them. Because if we're in victim mode, if we're in blaming mode, if we're in projection mode, then we don't even have the ability to awaken to what is holding us back and what is preventing us from having the life we desire. And so, you know, if any desire that we have ultimately that we can see that we have any awareness around, it wouldn't be there if it wasn't for us. And it's within our reach and it's within our ability. If we can see it, if we can desire it, it's meant for us. And so it's really looking at any thought or feeling and just awakening to what's not in alignment with that desire that I'm thinking, feeling, putting out there that I feel like, you know, the world's out to get me or this always happens to me or I can't do this or I can't do that. You know, a lot of this is the soul work that I work with clients around. And it's really just unconscious patterns that really, honestly, a lot of times aren't even our own. They aren't ours. We've taken them on because we've been from the ages of zero to eight years old, we're almost like a sponge. And we don't really have that critical factor in our brain to determine what's real, what's not real, what's mine, what's not mine. And so our parents, our teachers, our experiences, our friends, all those circumstances pour into our belief systems and they create patterns that we start utilizing for the rest of our lives until we awaken to them, until we really start questioning. And I'd say that's the second part is like aligning, like awakening and then aligning, like what is really real? What's true? You know, it's like, we know you need oxygen to breathe, right? (laughs) That's real. Like there's no denying the fact that I need oxygen to breathe. If I didn't have oxygen, I would die. That's a universal truth. That's real. But there's so many things that we take on in our identity, and our belief systems that aren't real, but they are real to us because we have created that belief. And then once we have a belief, we start gaining evidence of it because, you know, it's like whatever you focus on expands, whatever you put out there comes back to you. Yes. (laughs) Yes. So it's like, start questioning what is really real? Is this what I'm saying, what I'm thinking in regards to this? Is this really mine? Is this really my belief system? Was this put on me? Is this my parents' belief system? And how is this really holding me back from obtaining what I ultimately want? Let me give you an example of something I really recognized in myself when I was really in a space of trying to lose weight. I was working out and I was eating right and nothing was really moving. Nothing was really happening. And I kept 
saying these same things over and over again, but I wasn't conscious of what I was even saying. I hadn't awakened to the fact that I had stories like, I have my Meemaw's genes, you know, and I'm big boned and I have slow metabolism and I've always been this way. I look at food and get fat, you know, all these stories and belief systems that I had created and half of them weren't even mine. They were my mom's belief systems when she was trying to lose weight when I was, you know, a young child. We create these stories and belief systems and I'm like, wait a minute, is this really true? Can I not lose weight? Am I really like slow metabolism to the point where I can't do this? You know, you start questioning what's really real and start debunking your stories and your attachments to things that aren't serving your highest good or aren't serving where you want to go. For me, then it's like reframing that. And what's really real? What's really real is my body and my brain have the ability to release weight easily and effortlessly. And if I show up and work out and eat right, my body's going to respond to that. So it's reframing these stories and recognizing what's not serving you. And then honestly, hiring a coach, getting involved in a like-minded community of mentors, people that are living what you desire so that you start incorporating their belief systems. Because when you can't believe it yourself, because you don't have any evidence of it from the identity of what you're showing up as. If you surround yourself with people, a community, a coach, a mentor, getting yourself out of your comfort zone and getting involved with people that have what you want and have a different belief system, that then you can have evidence through them that it's possible and that you can do it and allowing a coach to bring out these things within you. And that's exactly what I did. And you literally can shift your whole identity. And once you shift your identity and you shift your belief systems, your physical reality starts to shift. I would say that's probably the best thing to do when you're really, really like trying to debunk some limiting beliefs is just awaken to them, put them on front street and say, is this real? Like really real? I have lots of evidence of this being real, but is this a universal truth for every human walking this planet? Okay, no, it's not. So that means it's really not real. And I'm creating the reality of it through my own mind. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Because what you believe, you will find evidence to back it up. Yes. Positive or negative. Absolutely. And I like what you say about surrounding yourself with people because, and many people have heard this, you are like the five people you surround yourself with. So if you're around your family and you can't obviously get away from that, but you have a coach, do you have a mentor? Who are the like-minded communities that you're surrounding yourself with? And I really have found that myself actually in the last six months this year on social media, I was really apprehensive. This political season is coming up. Honestly, I was a little bit worried about it because we know what social media looks like. And somehow in the last six months though, I have gotten myself following all kinds of positive people, people I don't even necessarily know, but on social media, I'm following positive people because of different things that I've joined. And I don't see as much political stuff on there as I thought I would, because I have surrounded myself with positive people on Facebook, on Twitter, and on Instagram to where that's what I'm seeing more of. And so even if you can't do it, like if you have your family and you can't get away from it, what are other areas in your life at work? I mean, are you having lunch with somebody who is negative or every area of your life you really need to fine tune and look at who are you hanging around and what are they pouring into you? Is it positive or is it negative? Because they're rubbing off on you. Yeah. And like you said, with your family, I always say, love your family, but choose your peer group because your family doesn't have to be the excuse 
or the end all be all of, of ultimately how you're going to live your life. And a lot of times it's breaking away even from family stories, attachments, and things that we've accumulated to really step into who we truly are versus who we've been programmed to be. And getting that peer group that you choose, it ultimately is going to uplevel you massively if you choose the right people and then setting boundaries. Setting boundaries has been one of probably the most crucial thing that I've done in my life and that I really teach my clients to do. Because when we can set clear boundaries of people that we allow, you know, I call them energy vampires. And some of those are family. I mean, let's be real. You can love your family, but you can choose your peer group and set boundaries around your family, you know, that are respectful, that are loving. And, you know, that can massively uplevel you when you're looking at the standards and expectations that you have for your own life. And sometimes it's not easy to do that because setting boundaries, especially when you're someone who is a people pleaser or someone who wants to please everybody or be liked by everybody or not be judged or rejected, which I see as kind of some of the core foundational soul work that I do with a lot of clients. When you have all that stuff, it's hard. It's harder to set the boundaries because it's not natural. It's not a natural trait, but being able to really stand in your power in that way and hold boundaries for the life and the expectations and the standards that you want to have, you start seeing people actually respect that. And you just get a different vibe from people. You get a different vibe from the energy that you're attracting, the people you're attracting. You start seeing shifts in friends that come into your life and opportunities. And if you're in business, like clients or customers or business partners, or you know, you just start seeing the energy shift in who you are, what you're attracting, which ultimately is going to shift your identity then you start seeing your life more aligned with what you actually desire versus living in this like spiral stuck space, you know, of reliving your same life over and over again. Yeah. Well, you are one wise woman. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Yes. (laughs) So let me ask you, I love the Maya Angelou quote, when you know better, you do better. What is one piece of advice you wish you could go back and tell your younger self? Oh man, trust your intuition. Trust that gut. Stop overthinking. Start moving. You know, one of the quotes I use with my clients is confidence comes from compounded courage over time. It's not like some sparkly unicorn dust that automatically you're going to just gain one day. But when you trust your intuition and you go with your gut and you stop overthinking and you stop stalling in your life and recognize that every experience, like we said, is for you, learn the lesson and grow through it and be okay with that. Failure. Is only when you don't move, you don't take inspired action, you don't do what ultimately you came here to do. And so I would probably just tell my younger self, trust your intuition, stop overthinking. Being ready for anything is a lie. Take the first step because you have to take the first step for the second step to even appear. And when you do that, it's like your physical reality starts to shift and therefore you create the life you truly desire and want at rapid speeds. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so to paraphrase, so for our limiting beliefs, the only thing we can do is we can awaken to our beliefs, acknowledging them, that they're there, and just face them head on. We want to align. Ask yourself, what is real with the life you're wanting? Is the things that you're believing, are they aligning with who you want to be five years down the road? And then lastly, hire a coach, surround yourself with like-minded people, get a mentor, surround yourself with people that will lift you up and help you become the best version of yourself. Did I summarize those? Yeah, absolutely. And you know, anytime there is a a limiting belief that you're seeing repeat, it's like, what is a more empowering thought? What's a better feeling thought? 
And anytime you consciously recognize yourself going down that rabbit hole, that's not in alignment with who you are. What's the reframe? You can just stop in your tracks and say, wait, no, this isn't real. Thank you for protecting me with this. But now we're going to believe this. So reframe yes. those beliefs. Okay. So for those that have loved this conversation and want to know more about you, where can they find you on social media? I'm on Facebook, Jocelyn Napier Vance on Facebook. I also have a free group within Facebook, The Awakened Soulpreneurs. And then I'm on Instagram, Jocelyn Vance Coaching. Thank you so much for coming on today and chatting. I love this. This was very, very heartwarming. Thank you so much for having me on. I love talking all the things, <laughs> soul <laughs> and strategy, unconscious mind, limiting beliefs to really just, you know, catapult that impact and influence. And I'm just so excited to be on here because I know you're doing that. And it's just amazing to be a part of your presence and be invited to your community. So thank oh, you. No, absolutely. Thank you. And I know this has been a tough year for everybody in one way or another. And so go back and listen to this if you need to, just to get a pep talk and realize, you know, you're not alone. You're okay. We're all getting through this together. And so one step at a time and we can get through this. So thank you again very much. And when at all possible, friends, please pay it forward to others.